Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Catherine Hayhoe is our very special guest. She is a client scientist and she makes the case for hope and healing in a divided world and it is a uh, a book that everyone must get this is this is so important us not understanding what's going on out there is uh, catastrophic and uh, not maybe catastrophic it is catastrophic and and we're watching it and i think we're seeing the worst of of what happens when we deny or we ignore but dr hayho thrilled to have you Oh, well, again, really glad to be with you, too. This is an issue that matters to everybody, not just to scientists. <laughs> so I'm glad to talk about it. Yeah, well, listen, let me let me just say this. Uh, it, it's an important uh, subject. The, the book is important. Give us a little rundown. When did you start thinking about writing the book? Um, I'm really sorry, but you are cutting out terribly, so I can only hear half of every word. How about now? Can you hear me okay? No, that's worse. I don't know. What's going on? Uh, do I sound okay to you? Yeah, you sound perfect. Okay. Okay. Can uh, give us a little bit about the book? Uh, when did you start? Uh, when did you start the book? I started writing the book before COVID, but then, of course, along came something called a global pandemic, and it was really interesting because as I saw COVID develop, I saw the same behavior patterns swing into action that I had seen in climate denial. The very same people who were attacking me on social media for saying that climate change was real and serious, they were also rejecting vaccines, denying masks, opposing shutdowns. It showed so clearly that um, climate denial has nothing to do with rejecting 200 years of physics. It is all part of a certain culture that has certain um, hallmarks to it, which include things that have nothing at all to do with climate change. It's interesting that you, you say it's the same people. It, it does seem to me to be the same people that are the deniers. And, uh, and, and yep. yeah, it, it's anti-science in a way. Sorry, I couldn't get the last part there. I said it's anti-science. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's almost... Well, yeah, uh, it, yes and no. So, so we often think that it's anti-science because they're opposing what science says. But, for example, the science of climate change, it's the exact same physics, literally the same physics that explains how airplanes fly and how stoves heat food. So if they truly had a problem with the actual science, they would, would have a problem with airplanes. But they don't. Thing too. We've known since the 1800s that digging up and burning fossil fuels produces heat-trapping gases that are wrapping an extra blanket around the planet. Yet climate denial did not manifest itself until the last 20 years. What happened? Did the science change somehow? No, the science is exactly the same. What changed was that the science implies that we have to act now. And so that's when the opposition arose. It is 100% solution aversion. They don't want to fix it. But it sounds a lot more palatable if we say, oh, the science isn't real. Or the idea or is the idea of, of electric cars and uh, and or hybrid cars, uh, is, is it helpful to the issue or is it just putting a Band-Aid on? Uh, what do you think about the, the idea of, of moving towards electric cars? Hmm. 
Well, there's no one silver bullet that's going to fix everything as much as we wish there was. But there's a lot of silver buckshot, so to speak. And electric cars are definitely one of those. Because electric cars don't burn gas, they just use electricity. And as our electricity is getting cleaner and cleaner, I mean, I live in Texas where 23% of our electricity is generated by wind or solar energy across the whole state. So as our electricity gets cleaner and cleaner, electric cars get better and better. Now, of course, they do have to figure out how to recycle those batteries in the cars. And I'm glad that Tesla's already starting to do that. Everybody else needs to do that too. And they also need to put up charging stations so that you can travel in your electric car as far as you need to without worrying about how to recharge it. So we're moving in the right direction, and there's certainly a lot more work to be done. But things like electric cars definitely help. And you know what? I have a plug-in car myself, and you know what my favorite thing is? Not going to the gas station during COVID. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm here with you. Well, I have a hybrid, so it's a little, it's a, it's a little different there, but it's, I, I figured it's a step in the right direction. Uh, let me ask you about the book. Without spoiling anything, we want everyone to buy the book. It's a must-get. Uh, does it end on an optimistic note? Do you see light at the end of the tunnel? Yes, it absolutely does. And that's my definition of hope. My definition of hope is the light at the end of the tunnel. So, so for so long, we've been told all the bad things that will happen if we don't fix climate change. And we've even been told all the bad things that would happen if we do people saying it will destroy the economy. But my point is, if we don't fix climate change, it will destroy the economy. If we fix climate change, we are heading towards a better future where we have clean air and clean water coming out of the tap and abundant electricity and food for everybody and walkable cities and healthier lives. We have a lot of great things that we could head towards that bright light at the end of the tunnel. And that's what motivates us to head towards it. And on the other hand, if we decide we're doomed, then we are. It's only when we realize that there is something better, that we truly have a hope, as my book says in the title, of saving ourselves or saving us. I, I see optimism and hope in, in just that statement because you said if we fix climate change. In other words, you believe, and you're, you're someone who lives with this every day, and you, you think about it every day, and you, you study it. Uh, if, uh, you're saying if we fix climate change. In other words, we can fix this. This is something that, that's not irre irreversible. Well, some amount of change is already here. It's sort of like we've been smoking a pack of cigarettes for years and even decades, and we have some impaired lung capacity. We might even have a spot or two in our lungs. But we don't have emphysema, we don't have lung cancer, and we're not dead yet. So when's the best time to act now? What's at stake? Us. Well, Dr. Catherine Hayhoe, I want to congratulate you on all your success. Uh, your book, is, uh, is, is a must-get, and we'll be talking about it as we let you go. Again, Saving Us, a climate scientist case for hope and healing in a divided world. Uh, can you give us a website, a social media site, the best way to follow you, Doctor? Oh, yeah. You can find me um, with my name, Catherine Hayhoe, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and I'm even trying out TikTok these days. But you have to cut me some slack because I'm not in the right generation, I think, for that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, neither one of us are. And if the, listen, if there's anything else you want to leave us with, uh, give us give us a little more hope here. Give us another little uh, uh, tag uh, for uh, from the book that uh, that could make us hopeful before you go. For sure. So, so the book is called Saving Us, and the reason it's called Us is because. All of us humans, we are the ones most at risk from climate change. But here's the thing. 
if you're a human living on planet Earth, you already have every reason that you need to care about this issue. And guess what? We are already working on it. That giant boulder is already rolling down the hill in the right direction. We just need more hands on that boulder. So won't you add yours? Dr. Hayho, thank you very much, and congratulations. Thank you for having me. Dr. Catherine Hayho, everyone, uh, wonderful author and a client, scientist, and the, the name of the book, it's a must, is Saving Us, a Climate Scientist for Hoping and Healing in a Divided World. And it, it is out. It is. Uh, it has just been out recently. And one of the lines uh, she uses in there is a, a thermometer is not liberal or conservative. And uh, that's uh, listen. It's she's right on. You know. It's uh, it, let's not get into politics when it comes to uh, the environment. Uh, listen, I have some conservative bent. I have some progressive bent. And. I consider myself an independent every uh, every step of the way. The the one thing that I, uh, I you know I, I I just scratch my head uh, thinking about is why anybody would deny climate change. And you know there's uh, you know there's there's two things that could happen. Either we overreact to something and we we make the planet better by recycling things and and maybe taking our our footprint. Uh, off of it a bit, off of the earth a little bit, and and again, I, you know, I don't know, you, I don't know if you call me a tree hugger or whatever. I'm pretty, you know, I'm I think I'm pretty realistic, but I look all over the place to uh, to find places that are that are recycling. I hear that the plastic bottles that I'm finding places to you know to put and and I'm recycling, and I I hear that they're going into landfills and they're just you know it's a waste of time and it's a waste of my time. I don't want to believe that, but uh, if anybody has any information on that, let me know. It's just, uh, you know, it's just absolutely uh, unbelievable if that's the case, because what everyone's going to do is they're just going to throw their plastic bottles out, and why bother recycling it? Uh, supposedly, supposedly it, things are better with with the cardboard and paper, and it's easier to recycle. And you know, let's face it, when you when you buy products. Uh, paper products or cardboard products you'll more often see that it's uh, th this is made from recycled paper or this is whatever recycled and uh, you, you don't see that on on plastic or, or bottles as much but anyway i hope i hope there is uh, light at the end of the tunnel it sounds like there is dr dr katherine hayhoe has been our very special guest promoting her book saving us a climate scientist case for hope and healing in a divided world frank mckay signing off dr katherine hayhoe has been our very special guest we'll see you next time on breaking it down